0: What's going on, Authentic Minds? How's everybody feeling today? I hope you out there grinding. I hope you out there shining. I hope you out there getting that grind in, doing what you got to do to make it through this pandemic. You know, like I always say, I want to start this off by um, by saying, you know, I know some people have lost their jobs. Some people are going through a really tough time through this uh, this pandemic. Um And it's just a really tough time, something that we've never seen in history. I've never seen nothing like this. So for everybody who's going through that, you know, I just want to say, you know, just keep pushing. If you can, you know, try to find the resources, try to find the friends, try to um, find a group that you can possibly um, reach out to to help you get on your feet. Um, Because at the end of the day, real life is real life. And uh, we could we could speak positive all day. But, you know, many of us go through stressful situations and um, it's something like we never seen. So with that being said, today I wanted to talk about here on Authentic Minds, what a real seems to be uncommon. By the way, before I keep going, I want to talk about my two books, 99 Random Questions, where you can get fucked up and drinking, and, you know, you you feel like you're an introvert, you feel like you're shy, you feel like you're on a Zoom call, and you just want to break the ice with a few questions and you want to take a few shots, 99 Random Questions, my book, um, also my other book, This Is Your Day of Change, um, also, you know, that, that book is a, a book of quotes to help you get through your day, um, those are two books I have out right now, I have a third book out, I'm shooting for January if I can about um, dealing with anger, and how to overcome it. So with that being said, today I wanted to talk about questioning everything. Um, what made me think about this topic was um, how we go through life and how we... were. A lot of times we're never taught to question um, our belief system. We're never taught to question why... Um, why we think the way we do or what we're taught to do or how we go about it for instance we're taught to go to school and many times we're taught we just have to go to college but we don't know why we want to go you know we just go because we've seen our parents do it we've seen our friends do it we've seen our aunties uncles do it but we really don't know why we want to do it and so that's why I'm encouraging you, you know, sometimes we got to sit back and we got a question like, um, for instance, do aliens exist or, um, um, what is the color blue, really blue? You know, these are questions that, and it may sound crazy. They may sound rhetorical, but it's a question to make you think about life. You know, how we perceive life. A lot of things, you know, I know a lot of people getting caught up in conspiracy theories. They get caught up in, um, a lot of talk about, uh, these type of topics, aliens, such and such, but but if you really think about those kind of people, a lot of those people are really just questioning um, a lot of the things that go on now. Can some of them go way off board and go way to the left? Yeah, I, I think they can. But if you really think about it, they are questioning. I think life is about balance. I think life is about. Um, I think life is about understanding that if you ask too many questions and you get too many answers, you won't really know how to maneuver through life. And then if you ask no questions, then you're not really going to understand uh, how to maneuver through life because you don't have the knowledge. So I think life is all about balance. But go, going back to what I'm saying, I think a lot of times we have to question a lot of the stuff we've been taught growing up. You know, we have to question things like, um, why are we told to go, go to college Why are we told many of us told to go to college as a way to be successful as one of the few ways, one of the I call it the three ways. If we're not taught that we're taught to go to the military or we're taught if we're not that we're taught to get a trade, the uh, vice versa, whatever it is. And that may not be something we want to do, you know, but why are we taught these things? You know, why are we taught this idea of life? as being the way to life, as being the way that we need to succeed. You know, for success, some people, um, success to some people may be um, making $5,000 a month to other people, maybe $10,000 a month. But the question, it goes back to what I'm saying, the question comes down to what do I want? You know, this is one of the things I had to do when I started to... um, when I start to really understand myself as a person, as a human being, as a, uh, a person who, um, who started to even do my podcast, a lot of times I have to question myself in the sense of, is this something I really want to talk about, or is this something that maybe somebody else may want me to talk about? And if I feel like I'm feeling pressured into wanting to talk about it, then I'm not going to really talk about it. I'm going to talk about something I feel. Now, there are topics, There are, like I say, there are topics you can bring to my attention where I may um, put my personal spin or or address it in a way I feel needs to be addressed, but it's still going to come from my personal um, thought process. And this goes back to what I'm saying. A lot of times we have to get to a frame of mind where we're questioning ourselves so we know what it is we really want, you know. Why are we told that we want to get married at a certain age? This goes for certain women, you know. Certain women are told that they have to, um, they have to get married by the age of 30, or you know, if they come from a family background and you know, some women are taught that they never got to get married. But the question that goes back to why? Why is that the case? Why? I've I've met women who never want to have kids. You know they've they've been taught that. I mean, and they come from families where um, that they have to have kids by a certain age. And the lady says she never wanted a child. But the question is, she. But the thing is, she's living in her own truth. And I shook her hand. I say, "That's very bold of you. You know, that's what you want out of your life, and that's what, you, that's the way you want to live. You know, that that's you." And so. Like I said, we have to learn to question everything. Why, why, why? You know, why is this? Why was I taught this? Why were we taught algebra in school as an important subject in school? You see how I'm questioning everything? It gives It gives it a different kind of thought process, not what we're doing, why we're doing it. You know, why are Americans taught that money uh, for the military is necessary for millions of to be unemployed you know things they, like I'm saying I'm just going through questions you know I'm just going through questions to get people to think you know why why is this why is that why is what I had to do in order to know that there's something outside of what I've been taught in other words why why is there is there anything outside of what I've been taught um, something something I need to do example when, when I was in religion, I was taught if I don't go to heaven, then I'm guaranteed to go to hell. So here's my question on this, you know, and I'm not picking any religious people. I know I get a lot of a lot, I know I talk a lot about religion, but just going back to question, I'm just questioning these things in which I was taught myself, you know. So here's my question. Where is this heaven located? You know, or where is this place called hell located? Is it? located in outer spaces and located in the middle of earth where where are these places located you know and like i say i'm not picking at anybody but i'm questioning what i have been taught and when i'm questioning it, now i have to answer i have to get to a deeper answer of why i've been taught it you see one thing i've learned is when we ask ourselves why we've been taught what we've been taught we begin to look at what we've been taught a lot differently than how we knew it before you know If 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 I teach my kids, I give an example, if I teach, uh, if I teach my kids about college, right, but I never teach them about debt. A lot of people, a lot of people do this. They go to college. They learn about going to school. They got to go to school. They got to get a degree, but they never learn about debt. Now, if I tell my kids um, now, look, if you go to college, you you have you and you get a loan out of college you will be in debt. You have to pay back 50000 40000 whatever the cost of the college is, probably be way more. But now they can see they have another option. They have another option versus that, versus I'm just telling them that they have to do that. And so it is with our life, you know, and I know I'm kind of talking, talking in circles, but it's going back. The, the, the point I'm making out of all of this is why are we taught these things? You know, we have to question our beliefs. We have to question what we think. You know, why? Why do I believe this? Why do I want to do this? You know, there's a good there's a good book I encourage people to read called "The Lies My Teacher Told Me," and it's basically about the public school system and and all the and the, most of the information throughout history that we're taught, which is not really true. You know, I'm not going to get into the details of it. But basically, that's what it's talking about. Like, it's talking about the details of um, the historical facts of what we're taught not really being what we thought it is. So many people think that the history they've been taught is not really true. There's another documentary, I think it's called uh, Ivory Tower. And in this this movie called Ivory Tower, it's a documentary It shows that the college... The colleges like Harvard, Yale, a lot of these. I don't want you know get into the details, but it shows that a lot of these colleges that that these kids strive to go to, they're really not what people think. You know, they had a girl in there. I think she graduated with uh, two hundred and forty thousand dollars worth of debt. Out of think uh, Harvard or Yale, and it was crazy. And but it goes back to the. It goes back to what I'm saying. Why did she feel the need to go to that school? And it's probably because that's what she was taught. That's what she, her parents pushed her to know. That's what her parents pushed her to do. That's what her parents wanted her to do. So she just did what she knew to do. And now she owes this school $240,000 of debt. Think about that. Think about that. You have to owe a school back a quarter of a million dollars. You haven't even started your life yet. You haven't even started your mission in life. You don't even have a child yet in life. But yet, you have to start life working. Working, paying back somebody a quarter of a million dollars. So she's going to die into that. This goes back to what I'm saying. Why are we taught the things we're taught? So you see, once I begin to ask myself, um, why is this world the way it is? I begin to see the world differently. I begin to follow a different path. Because if I was living a life that I was taught to live, the only thing I would do is work. Work a 40-year job, work 30 years, wait for my retirement, and then guess what? I'm good. But I knew there was something more to my life, and I started, and it was because I started to question. You know, Many of the stuff I had been taught was incorrect. And the way I started figuring it out was I started to look at the people who were teaching me these things and... I said, if I live the life they're living, will I be happy? And if the answer is no, then I need to change the direction of where I'm going. You know, it's just like I was taught growing up that if a person is homeless or if they went to prison, it's simply because they didn't follow the laws or they didn't work hard enough in school to be in that type of situation. Now, it could be true in many circumstances that a person made a choice, that they became homeless, that they went to prison on the basis of their own, their own situation or whatever. But in many cases, there are also other people who go to prison or become homeless because of certain situations. Not going to get into those situations, not going to get into anything else. But based off their certain situations, they do not become homeless or go to prison based off the choices they make. And so it goes back to what I'm saying. Why are we taught these things? Why is that a case? Why is it necessarily their choice only of them going and being in that situation? You see, the truth is, you and I don't know why somebody's homeless. We just know that they're homeless. What if their family members um, abused them when they were growing up? You know, or when they became adults, they tried to get out of their situation. they go into to school and they graduated. And just like we see, many people are unemployed. So right now, many people are unemployed, whether graduated from a school, didn't graduate from a school, you know, so forth and so on. So people can't say that if you get your degree, yada, 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 when we see a pandemic. Well, I'm not going to get into the details of that, but I'm just making a point of a lot of the stuff we've been taught. This is why we have to question these things. You see how when... You see how when I ask the question, we view it differently. And I know I'm kind of all over the place, but I just want you to follow what I'm saying. You know, to me, like the elephant in the circus, we say to ourselves that the elephant, if I was the elephant, I would break out the circus. If I was the elephant, if I was the elephant and I see that elephant in the circus, oh, if I was him because of his size, I'd break out. But mentally, the elephant can't break out because his mind is the same elephant when he was a baby. You know, he was taught since he was a baby. Oh, he can, you know, he has to be stuck to this chain or he has to be stuck to this rope. And although, although he had, he may have a string attached to him or although he may be able to physically break out of that, of that situation, he won't do it because he's always been taught since he's been a baby that, look, you don't, you need to stay in a situation. And although physically many people are adults and they can't break this break from the circus of a job, they won't break away. You tell most people, hey, you need to build your own business, you need to, you know, do your own podcast, you need to write your own book. And they many people have an excuse. Many people say, oh no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, why can't you do it? Goes back to what I'm saying. Why, why is it that you can't do it? Why is it that you can't leave, you feel like you can't leave that just over broke place? Because that's what job stands for, just overbroke. But we don't think about it like that. We think about it like, oh, if I work a job, I'm going to work my way up. And I'm not going to get into those details. But why do you feel the need to, why do you feel the need to stay in that position? Because that's what you've always been taught. And until you, until, like, what I had to do was question why am I thinking like this or why do I keep doing the same results and getting the same, the same exact results that everybody else around me is getting, until I broke away from that mentality, I stay stuck in that position. And so it is. And um, isn't it also funny that, you know, I asked a friend of mine, I said, if you didn't grow up, this, this is a question I asked. Like I said, I know I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm kind of getting around the, the, the thing of questioning. You know, I asked a friend of mine, I said, if you didn't grow up learning learning the belief system that you grew up, right? The belief system, meaning religion. would would Do you think as an adult you would still believe it? And they told me, yeah, they would still believe it. And I said, "Why do you think that?" He said, "Because, because I because I had a dream, or well, you know, I, I I know I would because because of the fact that you know I just know in my heart that that would happen. And here's the fact: the fact is they would know, because the only way for me to believe something is I have to be taught it. You know, I can't be I can't learn Spanish. I can't know Spanish if I've never been taught Spanish. You know, I can't speak a, a language if I've never been taught. I can't really understand what a culture looks like if I've never been taught about it. So, so it goes back to what I'm saying. Why am I taught these things? Or Why do I believe this? Why do I feel I can't own this own business? Why do I feel like, you know, like some of you guys... You guys may want to do a podcast yourself, but in the back of your mind, you say, hey, I I can't do this podcast. Well, here's my question, why can't you do it? Like I say, this is authentic minds where the real seems to be uncommon. I'm gonna talk about real stuff on here. You know why, because I can only go as far as my knowledge permits me to go. This is why I say we have to question our own belief system. You know, when I grew up, I was taught to hate gay people, you know, as much love and as much, as much uh, quote-unquote love I was taught from so-called uh, certain people who believes in a religious belief system. And like I say, if you, if you believe whatever you believe, but the people I grew up around, they taught me indirect hate towards gay people. And although they taught me that, I made a choice not to uh, indulge in that, as I should say. Because I knew that this person, their sexual preference is their sexual preference. Now, why that person hates gay people, that's their own little business. I don't know why. Maybe maybe they have something they have to deal with. Maybe they have some internal issues they got to deal with. You know, you know. Um, so I say that to say this. You know, many of us have been taught many beliefs. You know, um, many of us have been taught things that maybe we don't even understand why. You know um, we don't even understand why this is this why why just like in in the case of, of what I've been taught you know with, with the gay people you know why why does this person hate gay people why let's just let's just keep it funky let's just keep it winding why does this person maybe that's what they were taught maybe that's what they were taught they were taught well Maybe they were taught by their people who taught them, well, God said da, 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 to hate gay people. And I'm not saying this is true. I'm just making a point. I'm just making a point. Well, why were they taught that? No different than the Muslims, Muslims in the Middle East who um, make suicidal bombers, right? So, And I'm not I'm saying all oh, Muslims. I'm just making a point on the this, on this situation. Well, why is this this happening? this 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 podcast i'm trying to i'm trying to get you to question your thoughts we have to question sometimes we have to question what we see around us we have to question what we see around the world we have to question our reality because our reality shapes how we live our life you know and like i say i made a conscious decision although i was taught these things to um to not hate the people i was taught to hate you know, I, I I made a conscious decision. Well, why? Because I know I want respect just like other people want respect. You know, many times we grew up in a society where we were taught to do things just for the sake of doing them. For example, why do most people assume that the way they've been raised, they must die that same way? For example, many people will live their whole life and they will never leave their city. They will never leave their their state. They will never leave their country. They will never even travel out their state. Why? Because that's all they know. That's that's their comfort zone. I know a person right now, who who I've worked with, and they're a grown adult, and two years ago was the first time they rode a plane, and we're in our thirties. Well, why? Because that's all they knew. All they knew was what they grew up around. Shout out to my friend. Um, but many times, that's all they know. And Many times, that's their fear holds them back of, of what happens if I ride this plane. I may feel turbulence. I may da, 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 da. And then you have people like me who's not afraid to get on a plane. Well, why? Because our, our realities are two totally different things. You know, my reality is I get on the plane, I got to get from point A to point B. It is what it is. Their reality is if I get on the plane, what if the plane crashes? See what I'm saying? Why do we think these ways? Why do we have these kind of mentalities? You know, you know, and, and one thing I learned is that many times the opportunity that awaits us that we really want is outside of our comfort zone, outside of our neighborhoods, outside of the people we're surrounding ourselves with, outside of the people we're hanging around, outside of the, the, constant, um, the constant things that we're distracting ourselves with. is outside of that. But we'll never get past that until we ask ourselves these questions, until we start questioning ourselves, until we really start questioning ourselves. For example, there are many men and women who went to prison and are living a criminal lifestyle and come out of that situation a better human being. And then you have many people who've never been to prison and they never contribute to the world. Well, why? Because. Because those people who got out of prison said, hey, look, I don't want to live like this. I don't like I don't like the way I'm living. And those people who live in, quote unquote, freedom. They never appreciate the free the freedom that they have. Now, I know some people may argue and say, oh, we don't live in a free country, all that. But for the sake of the conversation, let's just let's just say when you're when you're locked up behind behind bars and that is a certain privilege or luxury you don't have versus the luxury you have outside of those four walls. And so some people change and some people don't, you know. Some people, you know, why is that? Because, the, like I say, the person's reality shapes their, the way they see the world. You know, look at people like, um, I look at people like Wallow. Wallow's a, a, a big time YouTuber, check him out. Um, he spent about 20 years in prison and now he's selling millions of books, doing podcasts just like me, doing motivational videos on Instagram, helping change, change uh, kids' lives in the inner cities. You have people like My Song, who was in seven years of prison and came out and is still rapping, and then teaching kids through his lyrics not to go, not to go back on the streets, but do something more productive with your life. Well, why? You know, these men looked at their lives and asked themselves, "Why do I keep following a path that's going to lead me to the graveyard, shot or in prison or dead?" You know, now they're inspiring millions. Like I say, this question—I wanted to do this podcast because. Regardless of whether we're rich, poor, gay, straight, it doesn't matter. You know, we all have a choice to question what we believe. And I believe once we, we question what we believe in, it shapes how we look at the world. It shapes how we see the world. You know, just like me. I'm not a religious person, but I don't disrespect people because of their religious beliefs. I loved that long time ago. I put that on the shelf of my life. And um, now I'm at a different place in my life. And now I just say to myself, um, you know, now I just say to myself, look, it is what it is. I accept people for who they are. If you want to live that life, that's your life. As long as we can communicate and respect each other's boundaries, we're cool. Other than that, it is what it is. I just wanted to do this this podcast. I felt the need to do this because I felt like a lot of times we get stuck because we're not questioning ourselves. So. I wanted to talk about, um, I asked a question on my Facebook. I said, um, here's a question I have for you. If you were face to face with yourself 10, 15 or 20 years back, what are the three questions you would have him or her ask themselves so that they so that they think about doing something different with their lives? Go. My friend, Adam Norris, brother Adam, he said, invest in Google, Amazon and Apple work work and save and say fuck college <laughs> my my friend michelle zoom said would you look would you like to get a cartoon portrait <laughs> and make a uh, make cover art design and animated videos for herself and create logos for herself so those are the two answers i got i didn't get any more answers like i say guys this is authentic minds where the real seems to be uncommon so, you know, I just wanted to hit on that basis of um, why, you know, sometimes we got a question why things happen. You know, I'm going to finish it off with this poem. If there's anything you want me to talk about, just just reach me out on my email. Jay Freeman Oliver, my assistant, will get back with you. Um, I just wanted to leave it at that. So here we go. I said, where does the word project come from? Project comes from the fact of how a certain demographic was viewed as a project. Most people say I'm a product of my environment. I say you're a product of your surroundings. When you are surrounded by liquor stores and fast food and the wrong information or news keeps pumping in your environment, no wonder black-on-black crime is a thing in this particular environment. No wonder obesity is normal in this type of environment. No wonder people seem to vibrate and in try trying, in trying not to be wealthy unless it's illegal to gain riches in this kind of environment. No wonder shootouts a crip walk. in this type of environment. No wonder the American flag being saluted doesn't save lives in this type of environment. You see, Project was, was, they took it and they looked at it like lab rats and they saw they contained the lab rats in an environment where they lack resources. Then the lab rats would kill each other. The rats wouldn't even care to understand who created the project, made them feel like they need to kill each other. Since they are tempted to survive because they have to keep it real with one another. Now let's talk about crabs in the bucket mentality meant to bring one another down. It's been said that a certain group of people in society are meant to pull each other down just like crabs in a barrel. But if we dump the same crabs on an island and spread them out, will they still hold on to one another? Now let's rise up to the middle class, the ones who believe that they are secure since they are above the lab rats. Paycheck to paycheck, keep them contained in the economic lab rats. They think they, they are rich because they have a 401k. They don't see their boss, Kim's for the sake of them breathing the wrong way. Fire them. Yet their Netflix account will channel them to manifest their dream life today. If you think you're not an experiment, then you must not be viewing the whole picture of the puzzle. So you think you're a piece on the chessboard when you're designed to be pieces of the workforce struggle. Now let's raise the bar like a lawyer and a doctor exam. It may be hard to pass the test of breaking the program, but an airplane has no reason to lift off the runway and is not looking for another destination to land. What does it mean to be rich? Realize I create happiness. This is why in school they teach us everything outside of ourselves where we can create a false narrative of happiness. This is the kind of stuff we weren't taught in school. This is why we were entertained by celebrity lives so we can submerge our self-esteem in their lives while we feel like a goddamn fool. Why is that? Why are we never taught to know thyself? Why are we always taught to rush to make it to the next level in order to push ourselves? Never enjoy the time which matters the moment which is right now. All we're searching for the next moment in order to escape the pain of living in the right now. You ever notice the person who shares the most information is considered to be crazy. A conspiracy a conspiracy theorist mind doesn't commingle with entertainment. A conscious person doesn't feel confident in living in ignorance. Yet when he dies like Nipsey Hussle and can't share you with his heart, suddenly when you don't give a fuck about him, suddenly everybody appreciates him when he's dead and gone. And it took me over 30 years to learn that. I have family members who live 40 minutes from me where I live at and won't give me a text or phone call unless there's benefits for them where they live at. I also have family and friends who check up on me and they live 2,000 miles away from where I'm at. Why does this happen? I don't attempt to figure that out. I just say whoever finds me important will find will find the time to step up at bat. like. Why are we able, why am I able to take my pain and transform it into this podcast? Speak about how my past seemed to be under the right nose, like right under my mustache. I can communicate my pain in a way that relates to others. Someone's heart seems to be the bloodline to the way I suffered. Why can I understand those who feel alone? I don't know. To me, as if I'm Tupac at DMX Road. Another question. Why do people think that social media is a place to fight? Like, to make a comment, but to not be face-to-face scenario, there's no type of talk in this real sort of life. Like, why do people think they could jump in a relationship when they have the person to choose wrapped up in a perfect package? They want the elementary school math class, yet want to master the ideals of algebra and calculus. You see what I realized in living in my truth, I force people to live theirs. And instead of convincing others to do as I I tell them, I rather become my own mayor. I rather elect myself to change my surrounding. My under my answer and my own questions. My answer my own questions because it's always it's always a world that we're drowning in. I'm not saying this to prove proves this to tell you the truth of a lie. I'm just proving that if I state the facts, then all we got to do is comprehend the actual reason why. You guys, I just wanted to say that we always got to question what we're doing. We always got to question what we've been taught. If we never do that, we'll never break out what we're in. Some people call it the matrix. Some people don't. You guys, I just wanted to share that with my thoughts. I'll let your boy.